Hi there. Welcome in, bienvenue, and welcome to my worst audition ever, the podcast where I, Danny Vitorino, sit down with a guest and we discuss their worst audition ever. Quick tidbit, we are now available to Android and iOS users alike. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Don't forget to subscribe and leave some thoughts, some love, and if you're brave enough, your worst audition ever. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at My Worst Audition Ever Podcast. Whoop, whoop. Hi, welcome to episode 15. I am sitting down today with Melissa Strain. Hello. Hi, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. How are you doing today? I'm just delighted. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice that we were just saying it was raining, right? Now it's beautiful out. Mm-hmm. I love those days. Sometimes you forget that Manhattan's an island. Right? You know? It happens. Those mm-hmm. clouds come and we're just like, it'll pass. Don't worry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into it, okay? Sounds good. So what type of performer are you? So um, I'm characterized most as a dancer, actor, and aerialist. Okay. Oh, an aerialist. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do aerial lyra, so it's the hoop that's suspended in the air. Yeah. Dang. It's good cross-training. I've seen you do that before, but I didn't know. I thought it was just like a little like side gig you were doing, but you actually like, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it's a great special skill to have, especially because there's so much versatility happening, Yeah, you know, in shows and commercial work and things like that. So it's always good to have those special skills that um, also offer different kinds of training. Um, it's very helpful to stay in shape and stay strong and flexible and balanced oh yeah Mm -hmm. for sure when did you start doing aerial work um i believe i first started when i was studying abroad in israel and i was missing my acro dance land so i did tumbling and acrobatics at my hometown studio growing up and then when i moved to israel during college Um, I was dancing, but I didn't have any opportunities to do tumbling and acro. So I found this great little place called the Kirkas Yerushalayim, which is the Jerusalem Circus. And we did an unofficial trade. So I was able (laughs) to train in aerial work and I taught their young dancers and acrobats tumbling and things like that. That's fantastic. Yeah. My God. It's pretty special. It was also in a foreign language. So, you know. (laughs) So it's like a double duty. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you go in for certain things, for auditions, yes. what are you usually typed as? Let's see. Um, I think that my type is always for younger roles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually for, like I said before, versatility. So um, the ability to do multiple styles, I feel is something that I'm pegged as. And um, if I had to say like type type, I'm in the two polar opposites. I'm either like a vintage musical theater type, like 40s, 50s land. Okay. Or like Marilyn, things like that. And then um, like hip, trendy, commercial type. So like I can do those two separate ones. Yeah, I totally see that. Yeah. We've had a few guests now who we've talked about this with and Mm -hmm. they it's always the same. We have two different... Yeah. You know, end games, basically. And you can really play it up with your look. Oh, you know, yeah. How you present yourself on social media. Yes. Um, how you walk into the room, how your resume is formatted, you know, yeah. what you put in what order on your website. It's the image that you show everybody, mm-hmm. you know, social it's, media is big thing right now. It's surprising how much control you do have with how you're perceived in this industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, 
on the other end of that, how much control you don't have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it's just, it's a two-ended stick. Um, what is some of, like, previous work or credits that you want to share at all to just give a feeling about the stuff that you've done and the character work you are into and all of that jazz. Absolutely. So I think that um, the work that I've done that people are the most excited about when I share it, um, I've done an industrial for Porsche. So mm. the the luxury car brand, I was able to do that in China, which was an, an incredible opportunity with um, a company called Palabolus. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was a really exciting commercial job. Um, I filmed on American Horror Story Freak Show in Louisiana. So that was pretty baller oh my god I'm so jealous uh, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy um, that was actually my first great you know experience on film and um, so I learned so much from being on set in in that early point in my career and then um, recently I just filmed uh, again for HBO for a new TV show called The Righteous Gemstones and um, so that'll be coming out uh, in the f- near future and then um Probably the most exciting uh, work that I have to share is that I recently booked and did a shoot for uh, In the Heights movie. <laughs> so that's so kind excited. of a big deal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's going to be major. I, it was incredible. The day on set was a dream come true. Oh my God. I heard that everybody that went in for like the audition, like the open casting was like, it was just crazy. In a good way. Like, it was, like, a huge thing. So I'm really excited to see that. It's it's such a blessing. I know that is an overused word sometimes in our industry, but I truly feel just floored to be surrounded by the caliber of talent yeah. that's involved in the movie, all the way from, like, the creative team, the, the team of choreographers, the director, and, you know, the crew on set was, like, A-plus professional. They took great care of us and, you know... Everyone who was dancing and even the background folk, like we were all working together to make a common goal happen. And what I didn't know until the night before was that it was the first day of shooting for the film. Oh my God. So you so, got to experience that with them. Yeah. So, you know. Can you talk a little about, <laughs> a little bit about what's the difference between dancing like on a stage and mm. on a set? Okay. So I would say your expected differences between on set and on stage is that you get more than one shot to do it True. on set. That's what you think going in, right? Yeah. You're like, we're going to take like 75 takes of this kickball change pivot turn section. Yeah. And then on stage, you're like, well, that just happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my shoe fly off? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but the reality is that you have no idea what take they're going to use. Yeah, no, that's so true. So you, you can't afford to snap your head at the wrong moment or to not use your prop in the correct position because that might be the one take where the camera had the perfect lighting and the trajectory and, you know, when yeah. your head is like right behind the principal, you know, <laughs> uh, you got to be in character. You can't you're be thinking like about something else, you know. sneeze or something and you're like, uh, yeah. all right, that's mm-hmm. history. It's and in as the movie. Much as, as much as people um, think about TV and film as having like a controlled set, yeah, there are so many things that aren't in the shot that don't quite fit or go along with what's happening. So... When we were filming, and this happens on other jobs as well, but like 
people are like taking pictures on their phones, like walking around, especially if you're outdoors. And so yeah. there was like paparazzi if and it's a things public like shoot. that. Yeah. And I mean, on stage, you have an audience and, you know, there could be a baby crying or a cell phone that goes off that distracts you and things yeah. like that. But you're kind of like prepared for that. Yeah. You know? And it's dark. Mm-hmm. for the most part mm-hmm. and it's so different yeah. I honestly don't like working on sets where people just come up and just start taking photos and stuff it really creeps me out it's interesting especially when like this the, the main characters or something like they're not there yet or right. something right. And it's like who are you recording like right. it's really strange <laughs> Yeah. I want to touch on, there was um, Legally Blonde, they like recorded something to archive it, uh-huh. the show, uh-huh. and I think something happened where like someone's shoe flew off or something, mm-hmm. and now that's like history. In infamy. It's, yeah, it's like in the archives, <laughs> like that's the one that they kept. Mm-hmm. It's really funny, but it's true, like, you, you know, with film, like you said, it's a, mm-hmm. uh, you don't know which take they're going to take. Right. Even though you get so many options, you right. know. It's interesting because uh, I, I could be... Um, incorrect in saying this but as far as i know for equity shows they Mm. they get the rights to film it and pay the cast a film rate for that one instance that they film it yeah so it's not like they could do it again a different day you know unless they wanted to pay them again and ask their permission again to do it you know do you think that they tell them or or, i would hate that i'm not the type of performer where i don't want to know shit Mm mm-hmm I wanna I don't wanna know if my mom's in the audience. I don't wanna know <laughs> yeah. if there's a critic here uh-huh. or whatever it is. I just wanna perform because mm-hmm. that shit brings me out of character so much. I understand. Because you're thinking about yourself instead of about the show. You're yeah. like, I need to do my best. I need to yeah. show up and show out because this will precede me for years to come. Or even if it's just like knowing that you know, your mom's in the audience. You have a connection with her. There's a tether. Right. You're wondering what they're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, will they like this or will this land mm-hmm. rather than just being and right. just showing that truth. To be present. Yeah. Exactly. So that takes me out. That's a tangent. We're going to go back to it. <laughs> okay. okay. So talking about strengths, what are some of your strengths that you think or a, or a good strength that yeah. you think that you have? To be perfectly honest, I think it's my can-do attitude. You really do have like <laughs> the most positive attitude. Thank you. Seriously. You're so sweet. Please. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that because it's something that's very important to me. Um, as enjoyable as our industry is, it comes with its own unique set of challenges in auditions, in casting, in, you know, in day-to-day life of work and the work that you have to do to stay here to do the work that you want to do. And, you know, we always have to navigate how we can best approach our lives and the lives of the people surrounding us. So if, you know, you show up to a holding room for an audition and you're not sure if you're going to get seen and you have a negative attitude, it could affect the people around you, you know, and it's, we're all trying to accomplish similar goals and it's better to just support one another and, and be positive and, you know, don't stop yourself um, before the opportunity presents itself. I couldn't have said it <laughs> better myself. Like, seriously, it's so true. And a lot of people, when they first move here, they don't know anybody. So when it's they first meet people, like, that's their first experience mm-hmm. with, like, business, right. quote, air quotes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, people. And so it's just better to just, you know, absorb and, right. and and let them, you know, nourish them into this community that we have. Because mm-hmm. we do have a beautiful community. We do. It's just, you know, there are some pockets here and there of, you know, narcissism well, and stuff. We're and, artists, you know. Yeah. And, and we, we 
happen to take things personally sometimes when it's not really about us, right? Mm -hmm. The casting conundrum. Um, And we also get stressed out because we truly do care and we want it and we're working hard for it. And um, we show up and put our bodies and our hearts on the line all the time because Mm -hmm. we're so invested, right? It's true. And how lucky are we that that is what we're pursuing for work, right? But at the same time, you kind of have to protect yourself and and I like to call it fill up your cup, you yes. know, because you can't pour from an empty vessel, first of all. Very true. And second of all, it doesn't hurt to pour into others. No, it doesn't. Because they it, might need it. It benefits you too because you get to mm-hmm. see them flourish. Right, you exactly. know, And learn maybe something from them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely a social butterfly. Yeah. Um, that's one of my strengths. I feel um, I love to meet other people in our industry and learn from you know, um, others, (laughs) (laughs) just everybody. Yeah. And, um, I guess technically, uh, dance wise, uh, I was very fortunate to be trained at my hometown studio with very strong foundational technique, jazz, ballet, tap, you know, modern hip hop, like just a good foundation foundation. And I'm grateful for, um, the university system as well for solidifying that, um, I was also fortunate to study kinesiology in college. So, um, that's the study of movement, um, and it's also closely related to physiology, which is anatomy and how the body works. We also studied biomechanics, so um, I feel well informed in the world of physical therapy and like talking to people about what's going on with my body, or maybe being able to explain something. Because um, I I do assist choreographers sometimes, and um, it's a very helpful tool to be able to explain different parts of the body and yeah. where the movement initiation comes from. So I feel like that's an added strength that I have. Yeah. Especially if someone is having trouble with something, you know, a movement mm-hmm. piece or something, you can be like, okay, listen, this is your arm. Yes. <laughs> and this is how it moves and yes. this is what's going on, you right. know, and for this character, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know, right, right. that is like a plus, like that's Thank so you. great. Seriously. Um, and then the last one is that I have acro skills. Yes. So tumbling and acrobatics, there, um, a lot of times that special extra something that a specific breakdown will call for that will make me right for it. Yep. You know, that yes. I have something unique to bring to the table. Very specific. Mm-hmm. So that's helpful. And I can do it, um, most, most skills in heels as well, which is a new talent oh, yeah. that I'm developing. Guys, she posts Instagram <laughs> stories. She does crazy things in her heels and it's like mesmerizing. Like you can't take your eyes off of what you're doing. Thank you. I'm trying to, to really um, fine tune that skill. So um, just I... be careful. Oh my God. <laughs> well, but seriously, course. you're amazing in it. Like, cause you were like balancing. What was it? It was like a the Bozu ball. So yeah. it's one of those um, training tools. It's like half of a Pilates ball and yeah. then a flat surface. And then you, I um, flip it over so the ball parts on the floor and then I stand on the flat. Hard surface. Exactly. And then I work on balance, which really helps the intrinsic muscles of the ankles, which keep you secure and stacked on top of your stiletto or on top of your laduca, whatever your choice is. Yes. <laughs> I need to work on heels with you, girl. Cause let's do it. Let's do it. We should be wearing heels right now. Ah, uh, I know, but it's raining when I came here, I so I'm in my Doc Martens. And it's it's my lazy day, so I'm just chilling in my jean shorts. In your jorts. My jorts. <laughs> um, let's talk about weaknesses now. Let's flip the coin. Yes. We have to just admit it, right? Of course. What is 
you don't have to talk about multiple. You can talk about your biggest one or you can talk about here and there's, but what do you see as a weakness for you? Um, so I, I think what I just said as a strength of mine is also a weakness is that I'm very social. Yeah. So if I'm at an audition or I'm in a holding room, I am socializing, chatting with everyone like, oh, congratulations on booking this and oh my gosh, you just got engaged. I'm so happy for you. And girl, those leggings are amazing. (laughs) You know, what's going on? And then they're like, okay, non-union group, come into the room. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) Shit. You know, just, um, it can. Throw you off course maybe. It just makes me less focused. (laughs) But it's something that I'm working on for sure. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, I'm sure. But um, I am doing extra um, due diligence to be more focused in the holding room and the audition room. It just worries me that I don't want to come off less excited to see my friends and our fellow community members. Yeah. Um, so it's a fine line for me. I just know that that is something that I'm working on. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a gray area. It's totally. <laughs> you know, for everybody, because everybody's yeah. their own way. Mm-hmm. And so you just got to kind of like right. figure it out for yourself. Right. And it's going to be day to day. It's not going to be mm-hmm. like at every audition, yeah. I'm going to be this way. Right. You don't know who's there, who's directing, who's mm-hmm. the CD, who's, you know, monitoring. It's a mess or where it is, you right. know, so it's just figuring it out. But I'm there with you, girl. Right. I'm social too, but I'm also yeah. really quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm like one or the other, like extreme. Like polar opposites. Yeah. I'm, I'm on all the time. Yeah. Like literally <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Which is a great thing, I think. Yeah. But I can see it as something that can yeah. throw you off course here and there. And I also, I, I want to talk a little bit about um, wearing different hats, right? Yeah. So, you know, I have a, a dancer hat, right? Mm-hmm. And then I have experience with, you know, a choreographer hat. And then... Uh, another one that I very often wear is an assistant hat, right? So yeah. assistant to a choreographer or a director or, um, you know, different entities like that. And that that hat makes you so aware of everything that's going on, which is beneficial, which is very helpful. Great yeah. if you're watching a large stage full of people and you have to notice who's using the wrong count on the pivot turn, right? Exactly. Or, you know, the music's not working in – the holding room in the audition room and like you immediately feel the impulse to go fix it because that is you know your mindset and you have to remind yourself that I'm a performer and a dancer in this moment and it's not my place to to solve their problems right now yep um and as gratifying as it is to be able to fix it for someone or to be able to notice that someone's slipping and offer them water from your water bottle you're taking your focus away from learning the choreography mm-hmm. from being in character and from doing your personal best and I'm not saying like be selfish and don't help people when they need it yeah I'm just saying that I'll I'll sometimes fall over myself in order to do that yep and and not show up for the reason why I came there, you know, which is to share my talent and my gift and, you know, what I came here to do. (laughs) Yeah, because you only get that one chance until, you know, if you get a call If you can get in the room. (laughs) But like, yeah, you have to get there and get in and, you know, show them what you need. Mm Because like for me, like I, like I said, I'm not really, I'm two extremes. I could be really social or really not social. Mm-hmm. And like one day I went in for uh, an audition. It was like, it was a dance call. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the restroom. I was talking to these people mm-hmm. and went to the restroom, came back. 
everybody was gone mm-hmm. that was in that room and it was like a different group that yeah. was just in the audition oh, room no. and i was like where the fuck is everybody i'm supposed to be in the room right now i'm supposed to be in the room and no one told me or like right. came and got me which i understand i'm not upset but it was like no one was right. you know what i mean gonna be like oh hey I'm, i should go get that kid right right it's you know? just it's interesting because i love that you brought that up because it is like a team effort it is especially if you're non-union you yeah. know if you're in the holding room and it's bursting with equity, right? And yeah. you're technically not allowed to be in there, you know, as a <clears throat> future member. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I love that phrase. Truly. Future member. I'm a future member. Exactly. I'm not non-union. I'm a future member. That exactly. That is a good Oh, I didn't make that term. up. That is a real thing. That is what ec- equity considers us. So we're going to keep going. What is your worst audition ever? All right. The namesake of this podcast. So every <laughs> audition is a blessing no matter what happens, you always learn from it, right? You grow from it and you laugh about it. Yes. <laughs> so I would have to say that recently I auditioned uh, for a Broadway revival and um, it kind of felt like a publicity stunt, you know? It was like an open call, but it was an equity show and it just was interesting because I don't see that very often. Yeah. And, um, you know show up dressed as I would for that show and I'm in like a dress and I have my hair down and at the time you know a few months ago my hair was long like down to my rib cage and red yeah completely different than now short and blonde (laughs) she's like short and blonde right um and so I had my hair down but with like a headscarf kind of thing okay cute and what ended up happening for the audition is that they brought like 50 people in at a time and we improved solo for 15 seconds like each person improved by themselves and they said show us your business card by dancing for us for 15 seconds and we'll record you on the ipad and we'll say thank you and you'll leave Hmm. and then watch everyone else dance yeah you know so um they get to me and they call my name out and then i run out on the floor and i'm in laducas right and um you know, your dance business card. You want to show that you're versatile. You want to show your special skills. You want to be in character, but make unique choices that make you stand out, right? Of course. So my opening skill is a front walkover down to the floor, right? And then I stand up really fast. Yeah. Except I did my front walkover onto my hair. No. (laughs) And I stood up and I ripped, not even joking, like a quarter-sized chunk out of my head (gasps) like and I just stood up so fast and I don't know if it was the adrenaline but I didn't I'm very proud of myself Miss Mary D. Brinkman my hometown dance teacher would be very proud of me I didn't even flinch I just kept going I danced for my life for the next 15 seconds 14 seconds I guess it took one second to you know brutally murder my head (laughs) and so I danced right and then I left the floor and I was breathing and confused and then I stroked the back of my head and I pulled out this huge chunk of hair and I was I just uh. looked at it and then I looked at my friend who was standing next to me and I tapped her and she goes <gasps> and I was like shh be quiet like someone else is dancing and she was like are you okay and I was like I think so am I bleeding like I don't know no. oh and then God. the worst part is yeah. that I look out on the floor and there's hair on the floor. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and Melissa. I, oh. And I was like, that is not cute. <laughs> that is not 
a positively memorable event. <laughs> you definitely showed them what you would do for the role. You're like, I'll pull my own hair out. I know. Like, come on, bitch. <laughs> Damn, girl. I know. Yeah. Was it a huge, like, you said it was like quarters? Like, if you look at the size of a quarter, like, that's how much it was in my hand. And there was some left on the floor. Oh, so, <laughs> did you, like, okay. sweep it up after? Yeah. Like, I'll take this. No, actually, <laughs> now this is the unfortunate part is that <laughs> the person who was filming with the iPad, like, 20 girls later, like, walks out onto the floor, makes a horrific face, and, like, picks it up off the floor. <gasps> and she's like, Ooh, and everyone in the room was like, ooh, and I was like, sorry. That's so awkward. But like no one really knew it was me unless they were like super duper paying attention. And you know, everyone's in their own head. Yeah, and they're not paying attention to that. Right, they're not. (laughs) But still, I just. (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) You know, it happens. (laughs) Okay, so what did you learn from that? Let's let's take a look. Let's let's Um, decipher this away. What's something that you took from that? Like, I have high pain tolerance, I suppose. High pain, <laughs> high pain tolerance. Um, Advil is my friend. Yeah, maybe. You know, um, I have hair to spare. Yes, you know? hair to spare. That's so a that's good a one. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's a good name for this episode. Hair to spare. <laughs> hair to I spare. really do like that. That's going to be the title. Um, <laughs> hmm. And I guess just... Um, I don't know. The fact that we sacrifice a lot when we go to auditions, we don't realize it. And and no one really realizes it. I think that people just say, oh, you're an actor, oh, you're a performer, mm-hmm. or you're a dancer. We put our blood, sweat, and tears out on that and floor. And hair. And hair. And hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's starting to grow back, though. It's, it's okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you go to the hairdresser? Because now you're short and you're blonde. So obviously you, you had you know, someone mm-hmm. look at your mm-hmm. hair. Did they notice that? Or were I, they like, what yeah. the fuck, bitch? No. Or you were I, like, oh, girl, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> no, I was just like, is some missing back there? They're like, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. And I was like, there's a bit of a cowlick. We can cover that up, yeah. right? <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, thank goodness it wasn't the front, right? Yeah. Like, that would be so noticeable. Especially on camera. She goes down. Yes. She walks forward with, like, a hairline. She goes down. She comes up. And it's, like, way back. Right. You know? Oh. <laughs> Damn, girl. Yeah. That is a lesson. Yes. Woof. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is really funny. I'm sorry. I don't mean no, to laugh. No, that I'm is I'm laughing okay. with you, of course. Um, let's talk about some pre-audition rituals. Yes. Okay. What's Great. in for you? So, um... We'll, we'll talk um, live theater auditions. Perfect. Um, and I am currently a future member of Actors' Equity, right? Yes, you are. So um, you have to wake up and go sign up for these auditions. And each different audition location has different parameters, all of which are highly unofficial but very seriously regarded, right? Yes. So we have this unofficial non-union list. You know, if it's at 500 Pearl Studios, you're allowed to sign up at 7 a.m. If it's at 519, it's anybody's game after midnight, right? If yeah. it's at Ripley, like, who even knows what happens? And then <laughs> there are mark. these, like, random ones that happen at other places, and you're like, well, what time does that one open? So yeah. um, usually I will reference uh, Broadway World to find out sometimes they post whether or not they will see non-equity. And rare occasions they will say, will not see or things like that yeah or we'll do our best to see everyone that shows up which is great um and then the night before and the morning of i will look at audition update which is now housed on backstage.com good to know so audition update is a great resource um if people are using it so if it's not a very popular audition there might not be a thread about it 
Um, but if there is one, you can find out like how many people are signed up on the list and are they seeing non-union? Like if you have to sign up and then go to work, you can find out if you need to get sick at work to go to your audition. <laughs> Things <laughs> you like that. You need to have diarrhea for the day. And, Ooh. You know. Ooh. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you go, I go and I sign up. I usually have a cup of coffee first though. I will always like entice myself to get out of bed at the ungodly hours and yeah. go sign up. And go sign up and then go home um, and then have more coffee. Yes. And I like to cook breakfast and meal prep for the day. So it's very important to me to have fuel because I don't get hangry. I get sad when I don't eat. I just get real personally victimized by myself (laughs) when I don't eat. And, you know, we can forget to eat when we're so busy and there's like four auditions happening in one day. But... If you bring something that makes your bag heavy, yeah, you will eat it so you don't have to carry it. Exactly. So that's beneficial. I also like to um, do like 30 minutes of yoga, something to really yeah. align my body and stretch out those areas that you can't really do in the holding room, especially if you're non-union and you're not technically allowed to be in the holding room yeah. and you're not allowed to stretch in the hallway. Oh, I love to meditate the morning of auditions. So okay. there's some great um, meditation apps out there that I use. And um, one really great one is about um, being specific about your trajectory and um, manifesting your goals and the mindset of abundance and things like that. What's your go-to meditation app right now? Um, Insight Timer. I-N-S-I-G-H-T. It's a free app. It's fantastic. And they have um, a search engine that will allow you to search how long you want the meditation to last. And so you can be like, I want a 20-minute meditation or I only have time for a four-minute meditation. I'm on the train. I'm getting off in two stops. Like, what can I do here? Yeah. And then you can pick the subject, which is great. So it's like wellness, sleep, or anxiety, or um, confidence, or whatever you feel would benefit you in the moment. You can just kind of like specially plan that in the app, and then it will come up with results, and you can pick one with a voice you like. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Then they I also want to have... try meditation for sure. Oh, this one is the best one, because yeah. then you can also listen to just timed ambient sound meditations and then you can select i want a gong to happen halfway through so i know i'm halfway through (laughs) and then three bells at the end (laughs) that's really cute yeah Yeah, i like that it's free and also the free yoga app that i use is called down dog down dog it's got like a little puppy dog it's a blue app with a white puppy dog on it but it's a yoga app is it easy to follow i i figure a lot of apps like these can be Mm kind of tricky no it's so easy it has a video and you can also select uh, your search engine the same almost the same way as the other one I'm like okay I have 30 minutes I want to do a quick flow and I want the level to be intermediate advanced two minutes in shavasana bing bang boing mm-hmm. and it's free it for is. me mm-hmm. I mean there's um, always add-ons you can buy but you know you know for the most part you get what you get free <laughs> what's some um, post audition rituals that mm, you like let's to do let's see um, I do love a chocolate croissant and a cortado mm. so that a cortado is like a cappuccino and a latte situation but it's equal parts espresso and steamed milk it's a little stronger gives me a bit of pep yeah you know um, and if it's been a really long audition day I will definitely indulge in a um, an Epsom salt bubble bath Yes. Yes. And oh I have one of those God. trays over the bathtub. Yeah. So you can have a beverage of your choice along with your Epsom salts chilling. and a book or, 
you know, watch something, just yeah. just like let the water soothe away everything. Because have you ever heard the phrase that you actually have three auditions when you audition one time? No, I haven't. Oh, I love this. It's the best thing. You have the audition that you live in your mind before you go into the room, what your expectations are. What do you think the combo will be? Like, do you think they'll be behind the table or sitting on the floor? Like, you imagine <laughs> what it's going to be because that's what we do to prepare ourselves, right? Yes. We're like, what do they want to see, right? Yes, very true. And then you have the one that you actually exist and do in the room. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, you relive it about 18 times when you're like, what did I do? Hmm, should I have this? And was that the right choice? Yeah. I feel like I shouldn't have stood stage left. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very true. Yeah. So you, you really do. You have three. Mm -hmm. For every one. So imagine a day when you have four auditions, you've actually done 12 auditions. Oh my God. Yeah. If you have time to think about them before you I go in. a huge in. headache. <laughs> yeah. Damn. No, I that's know. really fascinating. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're bringing it to the table today. Audition prep hobbies. If you know something is happening, you know you're going in for something, mm -hmm. it's a dance call, it's whatever it is, what do you usually do to help you prepare? So um, one of my friends recently actually introduced me to this phrase that I'm living for right now, and it's, um, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Uh, oh, and when, when he said that, I was like, Yes. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> no, that's so, very true. Really, it is about doing small things every day that are in line with what you want to be doing. Yes. So if I got a call from an agent tomorrow that said, I need you to be here at four o'clock, ready to go. Let's tap dance, twirl baton and sing at the same time. Go. You know, mm -hmm. just what would what could I do on a daily basis? Even if it's a small thing, even if my life is crazy, like I have time to vocalize while I wash my dishes. Yes. You know, I have time to um, think about what are my go-to audition outfits if I don't have time to plan something. Like, I always have an audition bag ready to go. Yeah. With my book, my book stays in a bag with like a skirt, a little crop top, and my Laduca shoes and flats and sneakers because you don't know what shoes you're going to need. And so when I go to class, I go in that bag and I'm like, okay, let me take my Laducas. Da, 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 da. Oh, oh I, I need this. I'll get it out of that bag. But it goes back in that bag. So if I have to go back to my apartment, grab that bag and run out the door, yeah, it's there it. ready to go. That's a great mindset to have. Um, I'm stealing that idea. Do it. Because it's the I'm best. always like figuring things out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be your favorite stuff. You know, if it if you want it to be like your backup pair of shoes or whatever. Yeah. You know, just having that. The less you have to think about when you're stressed, the more smoothly your day will go. Yeah. I kind of had that going. Mm -hmm. um, like I would have like a snack. Mm -hmm. I would have like, you know, my book. Yes. Um, my shoes if I need them. And mm -hmm. like maybe like a, sh a, a shorts or something yeah. just in case. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm going to have to get like just a bag for mm -hmm. itself. And I also like the thing that you were saying about doing something every day. Mm -hmm. That's just f to improve or keep you, you know, your right. feet wet. Even if it's like a vocalization or something yeah. like you were saying, you know. We were talking about Dame Judy Dench. Saying yes! it three times fast. Dame Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> Dame Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench. That was really good. You did oh it. Oh my God. <laughs> That was really good. Okay, sorry. We're going off course, but That's that okay. was, yeah. I agree with that. Um, yeah. So moving on, mm -hmm. we're going to talk about the word of the week. Each week, 
I have a word mm. and I'm going to just give it to you. I'm going to let you marinate with it and okay. you're going to just give me your feedback. What does it mean to you in the workplace, the business, your personal life, whatever it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this week's word is empower. Mm. What does that mean to you? Empower? Empower. Oh, it means so many things to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's being motivated and giving yourself permission to rise to the occasion because so many times we create our own roadblocks and we don't even know it based on expectations, based on what we think people want from us or, you know, all of our training and all of our mentors, we we think that we have to do something to validate the effort that they put in and you don't realize that you are living in this moment, in this present time for what you came here to do and it's your prerogative and it's your it's up to you to really empower yourself to be the best that you can be and to achieve the goals that you are setting out to do and I think it also stands to be said that it's an exponential word because the more empowered you are and the more you act under those circumstances the more of an inspiration you will be to other people who might need who might need that yes I was just going to say, empowering yourself empowers mm-hmm. others too, mm-hmm. you know? It's it's a leading role. Yeah. But, you know, you have to learn within mm-hmm. yourself first. Yeah. Can I, totally can I go on a tangent and yes, talk about something yes. that's go related to this? Go on a tangent. I'm loving the tangents today. So um, I have a seventh cranial nerve palsy, which is um, like a paralysis and a paresis of like half of my face, right? So my eye doesn't close all the way on the right side. I can't smile on that side of my face. I can't like move my eyebrow. So it's kind of, if you've ever seen someone who has had a stroke, it kind of looks like lopsided like that, Mm -hmm. right? And it's not something that happened to me. It's, I was born with it. So I've just lived my whole life that way, right? And it's not a shortcoming in any way, shape, or form, right? Mm. It is something unique about me. It is something that makes me stand out as part of who I am. Um, but sometimes, you know, it does affect casting, right? It, it In a way, it, it yeah. definitely will maybe make someone lean more towards you or away from you for certain roles just because it's not like what is expected, right? And yeah. if someone has a clear expectation for something, that's just how it is. And that's okay. It hasn't held me back at all in in working. I've still had um, a very fortunate career in many ways. And what I think about when you use the word empower is that, you know, me approaching my goals and dreams in the performance industry on stage, on film, is very empowering to someone, you know, who thinks that their physical manifestations, you know, yeah. are a reason why they can't do it, which is not true at all. You know, because if if I were to approach something saying, oh, I'm not going to get cast because of my face, then I'm stopping myself before they ever have the chance to not yep. cast me. You yep. know what I mean? Exactly. And I had someone reach out to me on Instagram recently who has the same thing. Like she has a seventh cranial nerve palsy from birth. And she said, I just don't understand how, how you can do the performance world you know like how are you able to do it and I just said you know I'm I'm not looking at that when I look in the mirror you know I'm still feeling what many 
performers feel in life like why do we want to perform in the first place because it makes us feel alive we connect to the music we connect to the character the storytelling the plot like the ability to share yep. with the world and I just think that even though I didn't realize it that just me pursuing my my craft was empowering someone else without my knowledge, yeah. you know, and it, it's just so interesting because if not for yourself, you know, do your best and and do what you want to do with your life because someone else could be inspired by it. It's so true, girl. Yeah. Like, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it's, it's true. Like your uniqueness sets you apart. Thank you. <laughs> In every sense. Everybody's uniqueness mm-hmm. it sets them apart. But right. like, you know what I mean? It's how you use it. And it's, mm-hmm. do you let it get in the way? Or right. is it something that pushes you forward? Is mm-hmm. it something that you can, you know, grab someone's attention and then show them what you can do? Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're doing. Thank you. You constantly have something going on. You constantly are like, you know, sharing positive messages. And your social media is fantastic. You guys should definitely follow her because she's... A blessing, as she that. would tell me. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's it's true. You know what I mean? Um, yes. Word of the week. Wow. That's do want, great. Do you want me to share what my handle is? Um, yeah. Well, I was going to talk about upcoming work, but we can totally go into social platforms. Let's do everything at once, okay? okay. So just hit us with it, girl. Great. So um, my Instagram handle, which I'm uh, more active on than other platforms, is Sissa Strain. S-I-S-S-A-S-T-R-A-I-N. It's a lot of S's, but I think you can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So that's me on Instagram. And I have an artist page on Facebook, but it's basically all the same content as Instagram, just double posting on that platform. Um, And then my personal website is www.melissastrain.com for upcoming work I'm very excited because I'm traveling this summer to work with the commercial dance intensive which is an incredible program that um, trains dancers up-and-coming dancers future um, professionals how to work in the industry and this uh, specific company has truly made a huge impact in my life and has prepared me for probably every single job I've ever done. And so I feel very fortunate to be able to give back to this program. So it's called the Commercial Dance Intensive, and you can find a lot of their content on my Instagram as well. But their Instagram is um, Commercial Dance Intensive. (laughs) (laughs) We'll also link everything in the description. Perfect. Everything. I'm talking... All, everything we talked about this episode. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Great. I'm so excited for you. That's going to be a great summer. Yes, it's awesome. I I don't get back until like August 3rd. <laughs> when you get back, I definitely want to do something more with you if you are willing to. For sure. Maybe something dance t- oh, terminology, something Oh, I love talking like that. about that. Yeah? I love it. Okay, let's do yes. that. I love it. it. It brings me back to my Dance Master's teaching certification. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my God. You yeah. just have everything going on. I just get excited, you know, and I have a zest for what this world that we live in can offer, yeah. you know, just staying inspired and staying motivated, especially by people around me like you. Thank you. <laughs> it shows. It really does. Thanks. You're a beacon. You're so sweet. Thank you. Thank you for coming. I'm so happy to be here. I'm honored to be a part of this. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a great time with you. Like, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Till the next episode. Bye, guys. <laughs>